what? I'm going to start this off the right way. I've got myself okay. a, a Hamburg cider. Mm, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I don't have any nails, so this is getting a little complex over here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to open this. Ooh, oh dear. Oh, no. Push it down where you would drink. Push it down where you would drink really, really hard. And mm-hmm. then it gives a little lip on it and then lift it. Okay. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. oh, thank you. Mm. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, delicious. I'm also drinking a cider. Oh, what kind do you have? Just Angry Orchard. Nothing, oh, okay. nothing fun. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? It's fun in those orchards. It is fun, fun in those orchards. Very it's fun. fun. I wouldn't call them. I wouldn't call them angry. I don't know why. Why do they call it angry orchard? Hmm. I've never gotten angry on angry orchard. I vomited angry yeah. orchard before, but that was um, also with moonshine. So I guess it's like too much of an ask for them to name it like tutti fucking fruity orchard, man. <laughs> 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 it's just gotta be angry you know <laughs> yeah the other day at the Y there was this <laughs> souped up jeep <laughs> and it had this decal on the front of it that I shit you not said poison spider so ever since <laughs> I've been <laughs> we, back and forth we've been going like poison spider bruh. yeah <laughs> Anytime we see some asshole like speeding down the road, it's poison spider, bruh. I don't know. I can't even think of what that means unless that's like somebody's weird, like, you know, username for whatever. No, they just think they think it's good because it's it's poison spider, bruh. (laughs) Poison. It's poison. Uh, we were in in the living mm-hmm. room. Watched about a show and a half. Um, Apple TV has this new show called Invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, really suspenseful. Definitely alien vibes for sure. Obviously in the name, but it's kind of they leave you in the dark. Quite literally, it's really dark. I guess the lighting with the whole film too. But they don't really mm-hmm. let you in on exactly what's going on. But Japan, you know, they launch a, you know, rocket ship in Japan out into outer space to do some things. But it's Mm. it's super suspenseful if you're looking for a little escape. (laughs) Sounds good. Mm. Yeah. Finally found a decent show. So feeling good about that. (laughs) (laughs) One that doesn't fill you full of existential dread like The Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) Yeah, I, I love The Handmaid's Tale, but it gets me really, like, upset, depressed. Yeah. And then... I haven't seen it. No, I, I, it's really but good, I know it's, but it... I know its reputation. I know it's supposed to be really amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. There's only so many things I can watch masochistically. Um, Dave, Dave Chappelle's... Uh, special was one of them because i was like you know i heard how everybody was talking about how transphobic and everything it was and so i tuned in i was like let's give it let's give it a shot let's see what what this is all about and 
I, I gotta say off the top, it's just not a good special. It's fucking boring because literally it's just him bitching and complaining the whole entire time about how people have basically disagreed with his humor. Yeah, it was really negative. Just it was wham. negative. Yeah. Yeah. Wham, wham, wham. Um, it's just like, okay. And yeah, he was very insensitive and rude towards the trans community and the LGBTQIA community, period. Um, it was fucking bizarre to me that he was like bragging about punching a lesbian. That was mm-hmm. weird. That was weird. I was like, I don't know yeah. if I'd, I don't know if I would have told that one, Dave. I don't know. That's no. That's that sounds like something that you should keep between you and your therapist, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's real weird. That's yeah, real weird. just a little bit. Um, <laughs> People are weird, dude. Like today, like, well, I saw something on the news, like locally in East Tennessee here about a trans student that goes to Farragut High School. He was wanting to join the golf team, like the boys golf team at Farragut High School, Mm -hmm. and they would not let him join because it was not fair because I guess he wouldn't do as good in their opinion or whatever. So it's fucking golf. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Yeah, bruh. Well, they filed a lawsuit. Good. Because that's fucking stupid. It's not fair. Not fair. <sighs> what if what if he beat the other boys? How would that yeah. make them feel? <laughs> I I know, right? Like it's like he's more attractive than the bio males, cisgender bio males on the team. That's not fair, man. No. No. God. But well, I read uh, the article. I checked the comments. It 90% of it was so negative, so hateful. Oh, yeah. It just was nauseating. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, and this is the same thing. Like Chappelle, I used to love Chappelle. Like when I was younger, Mm -hmm. he used to be cutting edge, but now he just looks like an old fogey asshole. He just looks like he's. He's very much dated himself, but he's mm-hmm. going on about how new queer people are very brittle and sensitive. And I was like, that, well, that means a lot coming from you, Dave, who just spent an hour and a half basically whining and crying about how people don't agree with your comedy. Well, oh. <laughs> It's just yeah. like okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he, he's he's burnout. He's burnout. Needs to give it up. Go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Go to therapy. Maybe go to therapy first. Yeah, and also just do some fucking research for God's sake. Like before you get on a platform and you start spouting off sh- bullshit, do some research for Christ's sake. Like. Trans black women are the most vulnerable population in the United States when it comes to hate crimes and violence. And by you just Mm -hmm. being like shrugging it off, like, oh, oh, it doesn't matter. It just reinforces people 
hateful ideology. I just, ugh, fucking, oh, yeah, fuck me, Whew, woof. Um, mm-hmm. anyways, but yeah, <laughs> it was it was fucking it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. It's just it was just it wasn't. And there's a point in there where he was like he made this joke about space Jews. Like he was like he was making huh? fun of Jew- yeah Jewish people, and I was like, that's really old. That's really yeah outda- outdated. <laughs> like, yeah, poking it. It was just weird. Yeah. It was just weird poking at that's Jewish so people. Like it's like I don't. I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess what up? Like it, it's crazy. Why are you so Man, negative? People- People are crazy in general. Like mm. I have a, a local group where they just, they, they share like some informative stuff, but most of the people that are on these groups are just complete fucking idiots. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. And today, uh, somebody, I'm not going to name who shared this post and I just, I'm just going to read it in what I consider their voice because it's just, <laughs> do it. it's just gold. I wanted to share them, but. Hampton Trailer Park is not a decent place to live. The owners of the park are rude. They lied about me and my old lady. Caused us <laughs> problems and stole our stuff. Ta- oh, sorry. Sold our trailer without taking us to court over. Caused us to lose what me and my girl has been trying years to do. Hampton Park is definitely not a family place. They allow rapists, child abusers, and addicts and criminals in the park. Yet they do background checks on everyone that lives there. Just remember the next time you think about moving somewhere. <laughs> the fuck? What, I just which, read that. It was, it's really hard to read. <laughs> which, which, which forum was that on? It was on a local like community group where like, oh, there's an accident over here on this highway. Oh, oh yeah. hey, you know, what's going on? I heard a noise. It's usually it's like, what was that boom? Did you guys hear that? Um, yeah, most yeah, I just, of yeah, those neighborhood apps. I I made the mistake <laughs> of downloading one, and literally the first post was two black males spotted breaking into cars. Make sure to keep your cars locked. And it's like we live in the most. We live in a very crunchy, very white, very. And I was just like, oh, shut the fuck up, like. Literally, yeah. you saw two like little black boys walking home from school, and you got freaked out because one of them brushed up against your car. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> too close to home, Susan. You better get on there and post about it. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, God. So that was one of them, but then there was another post in the same group mm-hmm. for you know the local area uh this person says someone needs to watch their kids three boys around the ages of eight to 13 are walking up and down blank and blank lane harassing people and animals i don't appreciate being yelled at to suck various things while checking the mail especially while my (laughs) six-year-old is in earshot The smallest one was in a red hoodie. They were headed back off blank, blank lane to blank circle. This was around 6 p.m. 
Like, why would you? <laughs> right. They told me to suck things. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You mean a teenager was rude to you? <laughs> no oh way. My gosh. Yeah. Another no woman way. said, I live, I live in, I live in that neighborhood too. And they flipped me off. And they were like, why didn't you get out the car? <laughs> Why didn't you get out the car and teach him a lesson? I'm like, I have my five-year-old with me or I would. I can't wait to. I'm like, damn, did you guys not ever do stupid stuff when you were teenagers? Exactly. Yeah. Were you never a teenager who was made batshit stupid decisions? Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's just, it's insane. It's funny, though. Um, it's very welcome, funny. by the way. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Freaks of a Feather. I'm Emily Wooten, and this is Mary Boom. Hi, hello. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of white trash, um, <laughs> we're going to yeah. be talking about the the roots of white trash today. We're going to be talking about the true meaning behind Thanksgiving. Or, as the indigenous peoples like to call it, a day of mourning. Let me just preface this with, I am not a scholar when it comes to the um, Native American history, Native indigenous history of the Americas. I'm not a scholar. I'm barely read in this category. And I can tell you from what little I have read, it um, it is dense. The history of abuse, n- abuse, rape, um, slavery, um, all all these egregious acts, the history of it, um, of colonialism and mm. the destruction of indigenous peoples is dense. And it is peppered with many thousands of stories of just really really um disheartening disheartening tales um yeah but probably the most insulting kind of whitewashed perception Mm -hmm. of them all is this tradition of thanksgiving which by the way mary did you know that thanksgiving really didn't become a thing until abraham lincoln I've I, I did a little bit of research on it. It's uh it's a lot different from what you actually learn in grade school in America versus what the actual truth of the matter happened to. So right, right. We grew up in eastern Tennessee, and I'm sure like me, you got the whitewashed version of when we were young children that we were mere I was merely given the passing explanation that the quote unquote pilgrims um who had come to Plymouth, Massachusetts, um, mm. they uh met with the native peoples or the Wampanoag Indians, if you will, and they became allies and traded with one another. The the uh pilgrims learned how to cultivate corn and crops from Squanto. And then they held a feast in thanks and invited their Wampanoag friends over to partake of a grand feast together. And this was the first Thanksgiving. Mm, yeah. Pretty much. It was so friendly and nothing so, bad happened. So friendly. Everybody lived happily ever after, you know. <laughs> 
pretty much all of that was instilled in my mind as a kid. And it's, it's twofold because not only are they telling a story that is incomplete and out of context and not factual in mo well, some of it is factual. Some of it is not They're Not only are they taking a story that is out of con out of its context and they're erasing everything else that happened around it. I felt like when I was a little kid in grade school in Tennessee, they didn't touch on anything to do with the history of the Native American plight, the history of um, the indigenous people's um, fight to keep their land. They didn't, and they most certainly did not focus on them as a present day presence. I mm-hmm. I remember being 10 years old and like it was just presented to me that they were oh the Indians oh they're a thing of the past that's in the past no they're mm-hmm. very the tribes and the nations are still alive and they're still <laughs> very present <laughs> they exist <laughs> yeah so yeah so what so that's uh what is the reality of Thanksgiving? Okay. Well, mm. the true story <laughs> is that for literally decades, about a hundred years leading up to the pilgrims, quote unquote pilgrims, um, landing on Plymouth Rock um, in Massachusetts, leading up to this, there had been European explorers coming over to the Americas for at least a hundred years. Sometimes you would get families that would come over and they would like summer on the islands. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) you would just get tradesmen and fishermen. And what did these people bring with them? They brought diseases and the indigenous peoples had no immunity against these diseases, such as smallpox. And a few years before the Puritans arrived in Plymouth, Massachusetts, there was an epidemic that knocked out close to 90% of the Wampanoag nation. Jeez. And that's all the way from like Maine down to Rhode Island on the East coast. When the Puritans came over here in 1620, it looked like nobody had colonized the land like nobody was living there. There were just these empty villages with bones discarded everywhere. And Mm -hmm. John Smith, that piece of shit was quoted saying (laughs) God had cleared the land for a better people. Yeah. Wow. Fucking douchebag. So yeah. Yeah. So two thirds of the indigenous population had be had been killed on the East Coast, but they were still there. They were still there. They're inland, farther inland, and there were still people there that lived and existed. There have been disease. People have been kidnapped for decades preceding this um, and sold into slavery. Um, indigenous peoples have been and um, just outright attacked. Um, Europeans were constantly trying to colonize the shores and were run basically run out of town um, by mm-hmm. the indigenous people. When 
the Europeans came to Plymouth, Massachusetts, when they landed on this graveyard of the recently dead, uh, basically mm-hmm. the Pawtuxet tribe, which had the village had been there, uh, was completely wiped out in Plymouth. Jeez. And so they they came to a graveyard, basically. And so what is the first thing they started doing? They robbed the graves. They robbed the graves. They dug up the ancestors, robbed the graves. And then they found where the Wampanoag people, like as a nation, you would bury provisions mm-hmm. in the winter. And you bury provisions mm-hmm. in the fall to keep through the winter. They mm-hmm. dug up all of their provisions and ate, and ate them. Wow. And so <laughs> this, of course... Real, this did not sit well with the Wampanoag people. We're getting, we're, we're building up to this quote unquote Thanksgiving myth, right? Mm-hmm. So we have, they, they're robbing the graves. They ate all their provisions. It's all bullshit. They start setting up a colony basically. And so for a while, the Wampanoag people, just kind of watched and were like observing these people and being like, oh, what the fuck are these white people up to? Let's keep an eye on them. Um, Mm -hmm. And then finally, this Abenaki chief um, Mm -hmm. from, I think, Maine, Samoset, came down and he spoke English and Mm. he introduced himself to the English village he took the time to explain the land to them and the history about um, Pawtuxet and what happened to it and how they've been devastated. And he arranged a meeting with Massasoit, hmm. who I, I'm sure I'm butchering these names, but Massasoit <laughs> was the Sachem, the Wampanoag Sachem, or the leader of the Pakinakoit village so wampanoag nation there's many villages pawtuxet was one of them pocono quit was still thriving and this guy was Mm -hmm. very much loved and respected and so sam was like here come over and meet the these white people (laughs) with me (laughs) and so hi (laughs) how are you (laughs) what's up um and you can imagine it was fucking awkward it was very Mm -hmm. like they're like okay you're here what are you yeah what's going on and they just kind of watched the english village they observed them and started to gain insight on what they wanted and what they were about and then finally massasoit because there ha- the Wampanoag Nation had suffered such a great loss. There were th- all of these lands and villages that were previously theirs were now barren. And so the Narragansett um, Native Americans were looking to take over some of that land. And so instead of teaming up with the Narragansett Nation, mm-hmm. Massasoit was like, no, fuck that. They're not getting our lands. He's, he went to the English village at Plymouth and proposed an alliance with them. Mm-hmm. And that would be something that he would later regret woefully. Mm-hmm. 
during this time, there's another important player, and that is Tisquantum, or Squanto, as we were taught in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Tisquantum was a Pawtuxet. Remember the the little the little village um, in Plymouth that was destroyed. It was not little village. Mm-hmm. It was about two thousand people that died Jeez. in that village. Uh, but Tisquantum was actually kidnapped and sold into slavery a few years before this epidemic happened. And so he was sold into slavery in Spain, escaped to England, and then he was used as a translator by the English to do trading up in Maine, right? So he came back to where Patuxet had been, Mm-hmm. And to find his entire family, his entire tribe was dead. He was Jeez. the only one from Pawtuxet still alive. <laughs> and so he started communicating with the Wampanoag, the other Wampanoag tribes and mm-hmm. the English people and like kind of sowing this, these seeds of kind of community and like getting to know each other and learning from one another. And he helped translate and he basically taught them how to fertilize corn and other crops. Mm-hmm. And so they had a horrible fucking winter in 1620. It was awful. A lot mm-hmm. of, you know, the Puritans died mm-hmm. and then they had a good harvest that following fall. And then in 1621, they had decided they were going to hold a feast for to celebrate the survival of the previously harsh winter. Um, hmm. But by many, many sources that have been found, many letters, the Wampanoag people were not invited. <laughs> they were explicitly not invited. And <laughs> yes. And oh, no, no, it's much worse. Uh, the European whites basically saw the Native Americans as barbaric, untamed, unkempt beasts. They didn't see them, and they weren't Christian. So in the Mm -hmm. eyes of many of these people, they weren't human. And so, of of course, they didn't Mm -hmm. invite them to this celebration. But like any good old redneck party... (laughs) <laughs> like, like, say, a gender reveal in Alabama. Um, <laughs> they started firing their guns <laughs> and oh, firing gosh. cannons off like fucking crazy. And so the Wampanoag people, especially in Massasoit's um, Poconoquit, Poconoquit village, they hear all this commotion and they're like, oh, shit. The whites are coming to get us. And so they gather their warriors up, 90 of them. And they march to Plymouth to, like, confront the English settlers and be like, hey, what's going on? Are you you trying to to make moves? You trying to make moves? You you want to (laughs) go? We have an alliance. Are you trying to make moves? Um, (laughs) So they show up, and it is basically the most awkward (laughs) encounter (laughs) sorry (laughs) intensely awkward and mired in distrust Mm. and this interaction is just so aggressively uncomfortable 
the pilgrims are all running around like idiots firing their guns and they're like uh, hey um yeah we're just like having a party um i mean <laughs> you're welcome to come have some chicken <laughs> like yay <laughs> so basically they stayed and out of just basically watching these white people and being like, oh, God, is something going to pop off? Is something going to happen? And so they stayed and they <laughs> ate with them. But it was not in the it was not a friendly, um, joyous occasion. <laughs> it was not each side was they're just kind of eyeballing each other like you're going to do something. No. No, oh, <laughs> I didn't think so. No, I'm not either. Are you? <laughs> we'll uh, find out. But um, so of course, in 1621, Massasoit signs this truce to basically get protection through the English, mm-hmm. which they would. <laughs> use every Mm -hmm. excuse in the book just to encroach on and tear apart the lands of the Wampanoag in the future. So, yep. In 1637, the Puritans celebrated another Thanksgiving. But this was after the massacre of the Pequot tribe and the return of their fellow Puritans who had been caught during the massacre. So, Hmm. I would like to read a little excerpt here from (laughs) A People's (laughs) History of the United States by Howard Zinn. And it goes as such. The English landed and killed some Indians, but the rest hid in the thick forests of the island, and the English went from one deserted village to the next, destroying crops. Then they sailed back to the mainland and raided Pequot villages along the coast, destroying crops again. One of the officers of that expedition in his account gives some insight into the Pequots they encountered. The Indians spying of us came running in multitudes along the waterside, crying, What cheer, Englishmen? What cheer? What do you come for? They, not thinking we intended war, went on cheerfully. So the war with the Pequots began. Massacres took place on both sides. The English developed a tactic of warfare used earlier by Cortez and later in the 20th century. Deliberate attacks on non-combatants for the purpose of terrorizing the enemy. Captain John Mason's attack on a Pequot village in the Mystic River near Long Island Sound goes as thus. Mason proposed to avoid attacking Pequot warriors which would have overtaxed his unseasoned, unreliable troops. Battle is only one way of destroy an enemy's will to fight. Massacre can accomplish the same end with less risk, and Mason had determined that massacre would be his objective. So the English set fire to the wigwams of the village. By their own account... The captain also said we must burn them and immediately stepping into the wigwam brought out a firebrand and putting it into the mats, which they recovered, set the wigwams on fire. The following is an account from 
William Bradford, and it says, Those that escaped the fire were slain with swords, some hewed to pieces, others run through with their rapiers, so as they were quickly dispatched, and very few escaped. It was conceived that they destroyed about 400 at this time. It was a fearful sight to see them thus frying in the fire and the streams of blood quenching the same. And horrible was the stink and the scent thereof, but the victory seemed a sweet sacrifice. And they gave the prayers thereof to God, who had wrought so wonderfully for them, thus to enclose their enemies in their hands and give them so speedy a victory over so proud and insulting an enemy. So basically... Mm-hmm. run through and basically torch all of the villages, kill all the women and children. Jesus. Um, so we can, you know, acknowledge this international day of mourning because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And by mm-hmm. researching and finding out whose land we are on, I am on the Haudenosaunee land because I live in Western New hmm. York. You, Mary, are probably on Cherokee land, I'm going to guess, because mm-hmm. you live probably, very close yeah. to Cherokee. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is fucking terrible. It's a terrible. Yeah. So so when when people talk about, oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. It's just like it's about like the peace treaty between the Indians and the pilgrims. And it's like just such a good time. And it's like, girl, mm Mm. No. Mm. no, 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 you got it wrong, Becky. You got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not right, Becky. It's so, dark. It's dark. If you want to read more of a people's history of the United States, it's an amazing book. Um, they I mean, it goes into bitter detail about how mm. Native Americans were treated. And especially like when fucking Columbus first got here, he was a piece of shit. There's this there's yeah. a whole segment about how he would he basically forced Native Americans down on their 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 hand their hands and uh, knees and rode them mm-hmm. around like horses whipping them what yeah basically the fuck? yeah fucking terrible scumbag of a human being horrible yeah <sighs> and it's I mean that's ridiculous. not even that's not even taking into account all the genocide and rape and all the mm-hmm oh. Jesus. It's awful. And how they're they've been treated since with life on the res and how the poverty, the rates of suicide, the oh god, it's fucking terrible. So mm-hmm. yeah, thanks. Sorry, mom. Thanksgiving's not what are you it's not I know it's your favorite holiday, but sorry, Karen, you're gonna have yeah. to find a new favorite holiday. Yeah, it's not all about cranberry sauce and Hawaiian rolls. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. More no. than just that. Ugh. You know, people, they celebrate it in a very materialistic way anymore. It's not even half the people that I know, they don't even talk about anything that has to do with even the Thanksgiving that we were taught versus, you know, the day of mourning. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody really talks about either. The majority of people that I know, they're just like, it's just a day to be grateful. Be grateful. <laughs> That's all I hear. Like, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful that I'm grateful. How are you? Are you grateful? I'm grateful. <laughs> that's, Jesus. that's just pretty much what all it is. And as uh, grateful as people may say they are when they get together <laughs> to have these fucking Thanksgiving meals, all hell breaks loose. Oh, yeah. All hell. And this is, you know, we're talking about the descendants of the of the uh, pilgrims themselves, I'm sure, have do it up quite in the white trash fashion, have themselves a wonderful, wonderful little Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I guess we all can keep all this stuff in mind, celebrate it. You can donate to different, um, they have a bunch of different foundations for indigenous people um, that you can donate to. Um, I wish I could remember. There was like a couple different ones, but um, and a quick Google donate this season, you know, do your part in what, whatever way you can. So, and also do your part by telling your kids the right thing, like the real thing, the mm-hmm. true thing, like, Hey, mm-hmm. so it's a hard truth, but it needs to be shared. Like, yeah, America's basically built on, <laughs> on the suffering and sorrows of indigenous people yeah it's like oh hey bobby what you got oh your hand made into a turkey that's cute but i need you to sit down for a second okay what did your teacher say today was all about oh the pilgrims oh look i got a hat too we're gonna need to throw that away (laughs) (laughs) now here's the real story (laughs) yeah i mean mommy needs some wine (laughs) we'll lighten that up. I know it's kind of dark, but it's, Hey, it's the truth. And that's what happened. But uh, what we do is kind of a monstrosity as it is. Um, I I just kind of think we kind of get what we deserve each and every year over and over again. Um, (laughs) It's a thing. Yeah. It's it's like a curse. It really might be. (laughs) So I got on, I got on Reddit because where else are you going to find some unique stories of people's experiences? So. The first one I called, I titled Fried Kitty, and it was by a user named Hoobity Doobity. So, whomever you are. Mm. All right. My wife's family lives on a small farm. And like any small farm, they have a barn full of cats that become progressively more inbred with each passing generation. Oh, no. One. (laughs) Oh, no. One. (laughs) We had a whole slew of just inbred cats mm. when I was growing up. Oh my God. <laughs> were they inbred? Oh, hell yeah, they were. They were screwing each <laughs> other. Sisters, mothers, brothers, cousins. Oh God, that was awful. Oh God. Mm. Shaky. I loved yeah. Shaky, but Shaky wasn't right. Yeah. No. Now <laughs> <laughs> that I think about it. Oh, I remember yeah. Shaky. <laughs> shaky oh. wasn't right. Well, apparently that's the thing with barn cats. They just <laughs> diddle each other until their <laughs> brains are the size of, I don't know what a cat's normal Tic size tacks. brain is. But tacks. Yeah. <laughs> mm, you rattled me peanut. <laughs> oh, gosh. So 
One year, they, her family, not the cats, decided to get a turkey fryer for Thanksgiving. I I personally find the idea appalling, but there's an entire turkey fryer industry that exists because there are people who refuse to eat anything that hasn't been fried in oil, at least. I I like a good fried turkey. I'm not going to lie. A few people... I've only had fried turkey once. I really, I don't give a shit about turkey, period. I'm a ham person. Yeah. I like I like the, the honey baked ham. I like oh, yeah. the yams. Oh, yeah. What else? What else? The rolls, Just, the ham, and the pies. That's mm-hmm. what I'm about. Oh, yeah. It's, I even like the cranberry sauce. I love st- I loved stuffing, which I won't be able to have oh, this yeah. year unless they have some kind of fucking gluten free thing. But it's the stupidest food. It's like dirt cheap. I just pour oh, some yeah. gravy over it. I'd probably oh, yeah. eat it with gravy and ranch. I bet you I would. Like a oh, monster. Yeah. Like a sick oh. monster. <laughs> <laughs> good. But anyway. Good. But yeah. Have that with a with a decent side of social justice. Um, yes. Anyway, stuffing with ranch. <laughs> well, anyway, a few people they went outside to fry the turkey. My wife and I began making bets about which family member would be responsible for inadvertently setting the house on fire. We waited with anxious anticipation <gasps> for someone to come in screaming that the porch was on fire. Yeah. Instead, <laughs> instead, oh, no. someone came in and casually said, one of the kittens jumped into the fryer. We all oh froze. my god. <laughs> we all froze and looked at him. There may have been screams as well. The bearer of this news, though, didn't seem very upset at all. Oh he was bewildered god. as to why we were all so horrified. Then he explained that it happened before they actually turned the heat on. Oh, so, thank god. Yeah, oh, thank they were god. able to fish out the kitten and set it loose, no harm done, of course. And everybody breathed in a sigh of relief. Then my mother-in-law pointed out that they had basically coated the kitten in delicious oil and set it loose in an area filled with coyotes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's just one fun way, fun version of somebody's Thanksgiving. Um lord coyotes with cholesterol you know what are you gonna do it's it's a thing they're lacing these fucking cats with oil now (laughs) they poison this one (laughs) (laughs) oh then there is you think i can't tell when it's a greasy pussy i can tell when he's crazy that's a wop that's a wop That's what the song's really about. <laughs> it's about uh, oh, <laughs> wet ass kitty. <laughs> wet ass kitty. Uh, macaroni oh, in a pot. <laughs> Top it off with some fried kitten. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. It's awful. God, could you imagine if that thing was on? <laughs> Fuck. It'd be so terrible. It would be well, so Well, everybody, terrible. Uh, let's go home. <laughs> Yeah, well, were, that's that's it. <laughs> we're not having Christmas. We're not having Thanksgiving anymore. Yeah, 
there are a lot of sad stories for Thanksgiving too, but I, I couldn't share those. Those are just depressing, but, um, <laughs> but my next story is about, uh, it's another Reddit post, of course. And I actually got this one off a website called we are me but they were just literally sharing all the Reddit posts I found on Reddit. So this okay. one, I titled drunk granny. So okay. my mother and grandmother had plans to go to a restaurant last year. My sister convinces them to go somewhere else at last minute. And of course, this means no reservations, but sister is convinced that it'll be fine and they might just have to wait a few minutes for a table. I live in another state, so I get to experience all of this from a distance. They end up sitting at the bar while waiting for a table, having a few drinks and appetizers. After the second round of martinis, my mother looks over at my grandmother and she's leaning back in her chair, completely limp and unresponsive. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Everyone freaks out. (laughs) Everyone freaks out. Paramedics are called. Grandma, she's rushed to the ER. I'm 1,200 miles away when my mother calls to tell me what happened. At this point, grandma is in the ER, still unresponsive, crazy low blood pressure, high heart rate, et cetera. I'm ready to book a plane and get a plane ticket and rush to the airport when mom calls back. And then She says, don't worry, everything's okay. Your grandmother just got drunk. Her blood test came back completely normal, except with a BAC of 0.24, three times the legal limit. Jesus Christ. (laughs) She was awake now, so I got to talk to her and she was crying. I'm so sorry. I've ruined Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you have. Yes, have. Yes, you have, grandma. You have. <laughs> I hope you. Her. I'm never gonna come see you ever again. I hope you die alone. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. But she's like, she assured her grandmother, grandmother, that she didn't ruin Thanksgiving. That everyone's happy. She's okay. So the grandma is 90 years old, about four foot eight, and 100 pounds. She'd eaten. She hadn't eaten anything all day because she knew that they were having a big dinner. So she ordered another martini while nobody was looking. So the second martini was actually her third. And this turned into a perfect storm of really drunk grandma. (laughs) I thought you were going to for sure tell me that this one, this woman was dead. What are, give me, give me a really sad one and I'll, I'll try to spice it up. Okay. I, Okay, well, I'm, I might be able to give you exactly what you're asking for next, because this okay. one from Reddit, I titled Rest in Peace Grandma, and it was posted <laughs> by Holy It's a Papalot or something. I don't know. It's a user on Reddit. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. My great grandmother died at the table right as we were bowing our heads to pray on Thanksgiving. <laughs> she had been slowly <laughs> dwindling in health. So the whole family gathered together, figuring it was her last Thanksgiving. Little did we know how right we were. Our kids, their kids, and their kids' kids. (laughs) Family she hasn't seen in years. About 20 people all gathered around her with her, pushed up in her little recliner. So food is stuffed on the table, and everybody bows their head to pray. She was devoutly religious, so they did that before they dug into the food. Dear Jesus. I thank you for another year on this earth. (laughs) 
the most horrible noises come out of old <laughs> elderly people. Just, just oh. horrible, ghastly noises. Oh, yeah. They just literally turn into baritones. They, it's like they turn into like Foley work for like a Goosebumps episode. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for this, our last dinner together. (laughs) Now, now before I close my eyes and go to hell, let me... (laughs) Let me tell my children who gets what. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess she didn't have a chance, because as everybody was done praying, they opened their eyes, because people will close them. So they raise their heads, open their eyes, and they find their great grandma slumped over, tongue lolling out dead. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she was a really, maybe she was a really spiteful, (laughs) shitty person who was like, I know I'm going to wait till those fuckers are gathered around. I'm going to wait, wait, just wait, wait till they close their eyes, choose the perfect time. Now, <laughs> release. <laughs> just opens her eyes. Gotcha. <laughs> just release my. Oh. Release me. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! God. So, of mm. course, uh, someone started compressions, and another person called an ambulance. <laughs> and Jumping up youngest... and down on this this yeah. old woman. <laughs> no, she's. It's not her time. It can't be. She's still got so much life to live. I mean, like at In what recliner? Point, yeah, like at what point does someone just die and you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of yeah. look at each other like I expected that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, while everybody else was, you know, trying to tend to her, bring her back to life, the youngest cousin dug into her meal and she was completely unaffected by the dead body. Anyway. <laughs> That's nice me. memory for Thanksgiving <laughs> every year. Yeah, just she was just chilling. She's like, well, she's not going to eat it. More for me. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, again, it's like, yeah. how old is this person going to be when, till we're not, no longer, till it's no longer a huge event? <laughs> it's like, oh, you're 97 and you're made of yeah. dust. And you can't mm. hardly do anything. Oh, you're dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. And then, you know, even if they're with it, like just being tired and fed up of not being able to be independent is enough to, I would want to go. Yeah. I just would hope I'd be able to eat first. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to get oh. a full colon so that when I die, I'm going to give you oh. a big big hole big old load <laughs> death day surprise <laughs> death day. happy death day oh gosh so i've got another one and oh, this yeah. one is about a grandfather who's oh. already pierced the veil into the other world so this is from a user called Northside bill one okay so i was around five or six years old us kids were playing hide and go seek, and I hid way in the back of my grandma's closet. <laughs> While I was hiding back there, I found this beautiful, deep red robe, and I assumed it belonged to my grandfather, who just died <laughs> after I was born. 
So I tried it on and it was huge on me, but the silk felt really smooth and cool. So I decided to go ask my grandma if I could have it to grow into. Turns out granddad was a grand dragon in the Carolina KKK. And it, it was a ceremonial robe. The family members who didn't know about this already were highly upset. And the ones who knew were embarrassed as hell. There was a small right when I walked into the kitchen wearing it. That was an awkward Thanksgiving. Holy (laughs) shit. That has to be fake. There's no way. Oh, come on. That's crazy. I mean, that's why you got to get you a woman that gets rid of all. You know that when you die, you got to get have somebody to get rid of all your personals. All your shame. He was so proud. He was so proud of me. How could I? He'd haunt me. He would haunt me. Oh, God. Ugh. I thought for a second. I thought for a second you were going to be like, and then we tried. We tried on the the robe, and it was so soft. And then I went and looked in the mirror, and then I realized I was wearing Grandpa's skin. (laughs) Nope, a little bit more awkward than that. Yeah, it would have been better if you were wearing his skin. Yeah, that would have been more tame. I feel like almost. Yeah. Yeah. Grand God. dragon. Jesus Christ. Oh, this uh, robe is so lovely. Ooh, so ooh. lovely. Oh, and God. of course, there's always tragedy. There's there's mm-hmm. something going on. But what is what is Thanksgiving as we know it without the drama? Oh God, yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. So this is uh another Reddit posting by code name is E. And I titled it, Mom Goes the Fuck Off, because that's what she did. She mm. literally snapped. She goes well, most off moms and people in general, <laughs> they wait for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't hold it inside any longer. <laughs> Been waiting for this day all year. <laughs> Get all, right, all of well. you in my house. <laughs> This is a bit longer, but the way she goes off, I was just like, God dang. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I believe this year was 2014. I had just graduated high school. My family was crumbling. My parents were not doing well in their marriage. And my mom had me drive separately so that we would not have a second car to leave early with if we needed it so that we would have. So red flag number one, mom did not want to go. But she felt that she would be there since all of her kids were going. Uh, Thanksgiving was not a small gathering. I'm talking 90 to 130 people that rented out Jesus. this space in a yeah, they rented out a space in a church banquet hall to have this gathering. It was a typical West Virginia gathering. <laughs> West Virginia. Just get to church. Just better put the dibs in first time. First <laughs> before everybody else. So don't forget everyone. The, ter- the fryer and the kittens. <laughs> and don't forget them. <laughs> so everyone in the church, which is ironic to me, was drinking and talking mm. about church. I don't mind this. I'm just not religious myself. And grandma was about to turn 90 the day after Thanksgiving. So everyone was all over her and she loves attention. Mom yeah. and dad. They started to argue quietly in the corner about how just no. 
grandma was just interjecting herself into everything and you could see the tension building between my parents. So Uh they were constantly making Uh passive aggressive Uh comments to each other and to the family members. It was all the drama in the room. Mm. So what does 90 year old grandma do? She interjects. My grandma kept asking me if uh, the kids were okay. No, but we were not going to admit that. I told her that we were fine, but she then decided that we needed to extend our stay so that we could stay and go to church on Sunday with her because we obviously needed Jesus. Jesus. My family is always, (laughs) she put in parentheses, my family has always been atheist. So she said, we were raised poorly and badly behaved because we didn't have church in our lives. She prefaced all of my siblings are between the ages of 14 and 18. All, we all have mm-hmm. good grades. We're polite, et cetera. And I told my mom what she said to me, and she blew a freaking lid. Red flag mm-hmm. number two. Mm-hmm. So Uh-oh. she went to my dad and told him to tell off grandma. And he refused and said that she was just trying to help. And she thinks Jesus is the answer. She said, and I quote in all caps, the only person who needs Jesus in this room is you, you lying, cheating son of a bitch. Dead, dead fucking silent. The whole room just stopped talking and moving. And that's fucking terrifying when there's that many people in the room. Oh Dad then blew up on my mom in front of everyone because she was embarrassing him. Grandma had to sit had to sit because she was so stunned mom decided to announce to everyone that dad was cheating on her and she was gathering evidence for the divorce she then decided to point at every single person she hated in the room and describe to them why she hated them some examples oh my god i love it i love it (laughs) so is this her her husband's family i'm guessing i I think so. Yeah. Oh I think my God. I Virginia, love it. So she did. This I to love them. it. So she says, uncle Mike is a fucking pedophile and everyone knows it, but nobody does anything <laughs> about it. And her daughter said he was, I guess he was known to be a little too friendly with kids, supposedly. And she starts on another, another set of people. Karen and Joe are first cousins and they're married. What the fuck? And this apparently was true. Uh, They even had the same last name. (laughs) Oh, my God. Then she turned to grandma and said, you're the most bitter old bitch of this entire bunch. I can only hope your pathetic ass doesn't make it to 90. Her 90th birthday was literally the next day. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, I wish I had been there. Oh, girl. I would have Bur- loved that drama. Scorched she earth. Points out, she points out the next verse. She says, Angie is a meth head slut bag. Shit excuse for a fucking mother. So she had been in and out of jail for drugs, but nobody ever mentioned it. And anytime it was brought up, it was quickly silenced. That was my dad's sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> Then there was more, but once she was done screaming at the family, she opened the door and yelled, I cannot wait to be rid of this fucking incest, shitty ass West Virginia church bullshit. She then pointed at several people and said, fuck you to many of them individually and then (laughs) left the building. 
<laughs> I love it so much. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Tell the um, 90-year-old grandma, I hope you don't make it to your 90th birthday. It's oh like my God. That's the day so after. <laughs> goddamn funny. <sighs> that is gold. Uh, that oh, that's gold, hilarious. Yeah. That's gold. Oh my God. <laughs> She, uh, needless to say, I went and got my mom and then we left with her and my siblings very shortly after that. And I haven't seen that side of my family since parents are <laughs> since divorced. And my mom is now happily remarried to a wonderful man. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the funniest shit. Oh, that that's was, yeah, so fucking funny. Oh, oh, oh fuck you. God. Fuck you. You fuck you. <laughs> Oh my god. It's like what anybody, amazing. it's like what everybody wants to do, but they never they they would never dare. Oh, she went there. She went there. Unless you know you have a perfect opportunity to get out. <laughs> right. You know, and she was like, you know mm-hmm. what? Fuck it. Scorched <laughs> earth. I'm not saving any of these relationships. Fuck it. Oh <laughs> hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. Angie, you're a meth head and a shitty excuse for a mother. I'm taking this goddamn egg salad. I don't give a shit if I didn't make it. It's mine now. And you know what, Grandma? Fuck you. And you know what, Uncle Greg? Quit trying to touch me under the table. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, God. It's so fucking funny. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh it's my like God. a butterfly coming out of its chrysalis. Just she spread her wings. An angry and she butterfly. Went to fuck off. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's maybe wonderful. she was drinking Angry Orchard. I'm going to kill everyone. Uh, that's great. I think that was the best one. Yeah. That actually lifted my spirits quite a bit. That was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a good way to end kind of a dark episode because yeah, it's Thanksgiving after all. So, yeah, yeah. well, it will be <laughs> shortly. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so, everybody, hold your hats. Soon enough. So. <laughs> hold your hats, hold your buckles. Well, thank you for listening. Please download, comment, subscribe. We appreciate every bit yeah. of attention we get. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Check out our Facebook page. Check out our TikTok at Freaks of a Feather Podcast. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>